If I could have given myself this simple advice when I was first diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, I would have avoided an insane amount of difficulty, frustration, and probably hospital trips as well. In today's episode, I want to share with you my favorite blood sugar equation. Uh, now, technically, I couldn't have told myself about this when I was diagnosed because I came up with them, but that's why I'm sharing them with you in hopes that this will help you to reduce the amount of frustration and mystery with blood sugars as we go over what's called a blood sugar equation and a blood sugar formula, the difference between them and how you can use them to simplify your blood sugars. But before we do, we're getting to our theme song, and then I got a fun surprise for you that you may have already seen in the background of this video. Let's get going. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, surprise first, because I got to start there. You've probably noticed that my daughter left one of her favorite stuffed animals somewhere in the background of this video. It's <laughs> a good chance this just becomes a theme uh, for episodes moving forward. I just leave the stuff that she brought into my office. Uh, but I realized there's a formula for happiness as a toddler that more stuffed animals is more happiness. Less stuffed animals is less happiness. Uh, what could also be true is more anger <laughs> and frustration. Uh, but in today's really quick episode, I want to share this, this simple, well, simplified version of blood sugar management with you that I used to talk about when it was MDI versus a pump. So I wear an insulin pump now. Uh, I like it. I also like MDI for different reasons. When boiled down to it, I would say that the biggest pro of MDI is that it's a simplified approach, and the biggest pro of using a pump is that it's more customized. But in today's episode, it's going to apply to both types of people, uh, both types of management styles with blood sugars, because I want to talk to you about a blood sugar equation. Now, real quick, if you don't know what an equation is, it's something as simple as 1 plus 1 equals 2. And with diabetes, there are addition and there are subtraction. That's as simple as it gets, right? There's more and there's less. But with diabetes management, whether you're on a pump or on MDI, there are certain things that you can only add. You cannot subtract. And that's the core concept behind today's lesson, where when you give insulin, once you have given insulin, you cannot take it back. It is literally impossible. Now, if you're on an insulin pump, you can borrow insulin, <laughs> you can reduce or remove the basal insulin, and that kind of eats away at the insulin on board, but that's a different conversation. The reality is that once you've given insulin, you cannot take that insulin back. It is now in circulation, it is in action, right? And so you have to pivot if there was a mistake made. Uh, similarly, with our food choices, once we have consumed food, assuming we don't want to rid ourselves of it, <laughs> you cannot remove that food from your stomach, right? Uh, if you eat a sandwich and it's been an hour or two and your blood sugar is spiking, you can't just remove the sandwich from your stomach and go, oh, I, I don't want to deal with the blood sugar spike. Let's just pretend I didn't eat that, right? Once you add insulin, once you add food, it cannot be taken away. 
So in this blood sugar equation, we'll go back to the one plus one equals two, just to keep it real simple, because that's one of my favorite parts about equations is that they are simple and they are logical, right? And there's no guesswork. So if we're looking at a simple equation, more insulin is more of a drop, more food is more of a spike, right? There is no less, you can't take it back, we already went over that. So when looking at this equation of more insulin, more food, we really have to be masters of adaptation, right? So once I give insulin, if there was a mistake made, a miscalculation, uh, an error, whether it's user or technology, whatever the issue is, once it's given, I have to learn to adapt to that situation. I have to be able to pivot and search for something to balance the equation. So if insulin is going to drop my blood sugars, I have to find things that will rise my blood sugars. Now, on both sides of this equation, there's more than one option. However, and this is the thing that destroys blood sugars for just about everyone I talk to, ignorance can hurt you right? What you don't know can hurt you. And that's because there's more than just one thing that can spike blood sugars, right? Alternatively, you look at if you have too much food, you assume insulin is the first uh, logical decision for us as insulin dependent diabetics, right? And I would never say don't take your insulin. Uh, but there are other things that can lower blood sugars. Interesting, right? But most of us were only taught about the simplest equation possible. And it's my opinion that uh, I believe they were trying not to overwhelm us initially with the complexities of living with type 1 diabetes. And there is a lot to consider, right? Uh, I mean, there's 50 plus different variables that can impact blood sugars. But you do have to be introduced to these variables if you expect to have some level of control and predictability with your blood sugars. Because if you don't know that caffeine can lead to a spike in blood sugars, you might think that you're uh, suffering from some insulin resistance early thing in the morning, right? Feet on the floor, dawn phenomenon. Uh, and if these terms are not ringing bells, this is part of the problem, right? Not that you didn't learn, but that you weren't taught that there is a gap of education. And that's one of the biggest frustrations that I have as an educator is when I tell someone that they should be doing something and they've never heard of it, there's a huge gap from the doctor's office to the patient, which is you. Uh, and these are things that I had to learn on my own. I had to do my own research. And that's one of the, the killers, metaphorically and actually, uh, within the world of diabetes. So if we look at this equation, the balanced equation, at a simple core, more insulin, more of a drop, more food, more of a spike, hypothetically, they should balance each other out. Insulin plus food equals balance. That's assuming, of course, that you have a perfectly dialed in insulin to carb ratio, which is how much insulin you take when you eat what? carbohydrates. Uh, now, I don't want to get off topic. There's a whole separate topic we could get into there. But the idea behind taking insulin is to have it balance our blood sugars based on how many carbs we've had. Now, why this simplified equation doesn't quite work for all the rest of life with diabetes is that we don't just take insulin for carbs, right? We also take insulin for things like stress, hormones, proteins and fats, right? There's a lot that goes into diabetes management outside of just the insulin to carb ratio, but the insulin to carb ratio for most of us, and myself included, was the only part of the equation that we were given. 
So because there is a huge gap in this knowledge base, we are left to fend for ourselves. And so for this Diabetes Awareness Month that we're in right now, November, if you're watching it right when the video goes live, if it's later, then you missed Diabetes Awareness Month. <laughs> it's coming next year, so it'll be back. But for this month, I wanted to walk you through a few of the missing pieces that I've seen are most common with the clients that I have that live with type 1 diabetes, just like me. Now, within the gaps, I would say that insulin timing and insulin volume are some of the most common and most effective when trying to uh, gather some quick wins. You know, how can I get better control in a week? And I actually just interviewed one of our clients who went, well, I don't want to ruin the surprise. We'll make it into a podcast episode, maybe in a week or two. Uh, but she she changed her life in a week. And it was amazing, really cool to see. But what I want you to understand is that you might just be one formula away, one equation away from dramatically increasing your quality of life because blood sugars make so much more sense, that they're so much more controlled, and that might be the only missing piece, right? And so all that you have to do then is find the source to learn from and then implement. That's it. It's two steps. That's it. You learn and then you implement. Now the issue, of course, is that in trying to learn, there are so many conflicting different sources online and offline as well. Your doctor's office might not agree with your endocrinologist's office, might not agree with your dietitian's office, might not agree with your naturopath, might not agree with your therapist. <laughs> There's so many different things offline. Then you come online, Instagram has a different opinion than YouTube, has a different opinion than uh, Twitter or TikTok or Google, right? Like there's so many different sources. Oh, Facebook, can't forget that one. <laughs> Facebook groups as well. So many different sources and groups with hundreds of thousands of people saying, this is the way everything else is wrong. But if everyone is saying different things are the way, then how do you know which one to trust? The thing that they all have in common though, when you identify it at their core, are equations and formulas. Now, they're not gonna call them that. This is something that we've discovered and we implemented within our coaching practice. But the reality is that all the diets, all the lifestyles, all the different management styles have pieces of being correct, but they limit their scope to that piece. So what I wanna share with you is that you can have freedom. You can have flexibility. You can have fun. Ooh, there's three F's. <laughs> I hope that's good for you. Uh, but it's only through formulas. And when you accomplish setting up a proper blood sugar formula, you are now empowered to live your life with more predictability with blood sugars, no longer restricted to, do I take more insulin or do I eat more food? Right? It's not just one plus one equals two. There is so much more to diabetes management and when you can master that, the whole world opens up to you. And I'm gonna give you a little hint uh, into something that we're actually gonna be teaching on very, very soon. Uh, is, well, you know what? I'm gonna give you guys this as a, a little insider's tip since you're here with me. There's one formula that I love. It's, it's my favorite blood sugar formula. And it's a representation of your equation. And that is A plus B equals C. Now, we use letters because the variables change person to person. What one unit of insulin does for me will not do the same for you, most likely, 
right? We all have different insulin to carb ratios, different basal rates, different impacts from caffeine, from sleepless nights, from exercise. Uh, you know, I am a triathlete. I wasn't a triathlete a year ago, so even my ratios and insulin needs have changed dramatically from last year to this year. Everything changes, so we use the representation of A plus B equals C, okay? So understand that basic equation, and we can even submit those out for one plus one equals two. If A is one, B is one, then C is two, right? That's the same concept, but when we use the letters, we can pull ourselves out of the mix. So. I want to give you that as my favorite equation. If I take insulin plus food it equals balance, right? That's the goal behind it. But there's so much more to it. We're just scratching the surface in this episode. I wanted to introduce two big topics. One, once you give insulin or eat food, you cannot take it away. That is addition only. There are other variables that we're actually going to cover in a challenge that I'll tell you about in just a second that go both ways. They can add, they can subtract. There are some that only subtract. There are some that do neither, right? These are things you have to be aware of when setting up your blood sugar formulas. Ignorance in this case can hurt you. So I want you to understand what tools you have in your tool belt, right? So if I need to lower my blood sugars, yes, I can take insulin, but what else can I do? If I need to raise my blood sugars from a low, yes, carbs can help, right? But if I don't have carbs, what other tools are available to me to make that happen so I can keep myself safe? See, in this case, it's not only helpful to know what tools you can use for your benefit, but if you don't know what tools you have, you might not be able to pull yourself out of a scary or frustrating situation either. So first step is figuring out what tools you have access to. Now, overall, big picture, because I gotta wrap this up. If you understand your blood sugar formula, you're able to sub in and sub out different variables to give yourself more of that uh, adaptive style. As you're looking at blood sugars, you can pivot in a moment's notice if you did take too much insulin or if you did have too big of a lunch and you need to get blood sugars back down from a spike, right? But blood sugar formulas are the only way that you can accomplish that. And I've been saying this for years, and we have a coaching program, I work directly with people, but for the first time ever, I'm gonna be teaching the first formula basics, setting up these foundations, and helping people to build their own formulas in a challenge over five days. It's something that I'll be teaching directly, it's gonna be a ton of fun, uh, our challenges are, are quite entertaining <laughs> outside of just a learning process, but I wanted to give you this little uh, sneak peek into what formulas and equations can do, why they're set up, uh, and during this challenge, we're gonna go into a bit more depth into how to set up your own, what other variables might be at play, how to raise, lower, balance the whole equation, the whole thing. And if you wanted to get more info on that, see if it's something that might be helpful for your style of diabetes management. If you like the idea of hitting you know, like this, this is my last week at over 90% time and range for over four years now. This is my own life with diabetes because of formulas. If you want more info on that, you can go to steadybloodsugars.com. If the page is still live, that means there are still spots. If it's down, I'm sorry, you might have missed it. Uh, check back later because we do have limited spots since I will be teaching directly. But if you're quick, you might be able to grab one of those remaining spots. Uh, people on our email list get first priority so they already know about this. Uh, now you know. <laughs> if you want to be the first to know about uh, new things like this, get on our email list as well. But first thing you can do right now is go to steadybloodsugars.com. 
It's a long one, I know. But steadybloodsugars.com. Go check it out. See if it's something that you think might be helpful for you. And finally, having more stability and predictability with your blood sugars as you're navigating the difficulties of life and trying to make memories and advance your career and actually have fun with your family. Don't let blood sugars get in the way of all that. So steadybloodsugars.com. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to have a blast in there. And until next time, I want you to think about what other pieces of your equation might be acting on your blood sugars. Get curious. And if I could give you one tip, you know, we're going to, I'm going to end here. I'm sorry. I just, I want to keep talking. I want to keep helping you. This is my goal. This is the whole reason I do this stuff. I love teaching. I love helping. I love serving. So I'm sorry. We're going to do one more thing. If I could give you one tip, if I could give myself one tip too, uh, when I was first diagnosed, two words, get curious. Get curious about what tools are missing. Get curious about what tools can do for you. Get curious about blood sugar formulas. Get curious about why are my blood sugars going up? Why are they going down? Get curious about diabetes technology. Get curious about how these formulas apply to your life. Get curious about how your blood sugars are different because we're all unique. Get curious about what is possible while living with type 1 diabetes. That's what I want to leave you with. Get curious. And go check out the challenge. Get in there. SteadyBloodSugars.com I'll see you guys next time. Have an awesome week. Happy Diabetes Awareness Month.